Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quartz 96 FM. So, Finbar, you sent us a big, long email going through the history, as it were, of the health service over the last number of years. And you can go back and you can think of former ministers for health, Michal Martin, Brian Cowan, Mary Harney, Leo Varadkar, James Riley, Simon Harris, and the present holder of the cellist, uh, Stephen Donnelly. Uh, and you reckon that no matter who's in charge... It has just continued to get worse. Morning, Finbar. Good morning, uh, PJ. Yes, um, the health service has not improved one bit. Like you have 812,000 people on a hospital waiting list at the moment. Mm. 812,000. Yeah. It's crazy. Smaller hospitals closed down or services removed from uh, and centralise every service in the country. Yeah, you're talking about what happened, say, in Mallow or what happened in Bantry. Oh, smaller, hostels, smaller hostels, Bantry, Mallow. All this happened at the time Fianna Fáil were in power and the Troika came to this country. Mm. Fianna Gael took over the public finances and when they went into the Department of Finance, there was they found that there was no money there and they centralised all services. They set, set the groundwork in 2011-2014 to centralise all services in, in, in large hospitals. Mm. Well, there's a certain amount of medical science that says that a number of very large, what they call centres of excellence, is the right way to be, and all the other areas would feed into that. So, so there's a bit of science there too. I know there's, there's probably a bit of science there, PJ. But like, Mallow, Bantry had perfectly viable services. Mm-hmm. a and um, they were carrying out operations in the smaller hospitals and all them services were removed. Mm-hmm. They were all removed from from the service. Like, I I was very ill. 2006, all my first surgeries were done in Mallow, nine-hour nine operation. Mm-hmm. All my treatment now is centralised, gone into hospitals in Cork. Like, I'm passing Mallow, I'm living in Mallow, mm-hmm. and I'm passing Mallow Hospital to drive to Cork. Why, where is the sense in that? Well, I have to say, I drive past Mallow Hospital, I suppose, once a month. 
And when I see no emergency department, I have to say I agree with you there that a hospital in a town as important as Mallow wouldn't have an emergency room. Makes no sense to me. And I know the medics will say, well, the centralization of things is is good science and all that. But it doesn't make sense to me, and I'm sure it doesn't make sense to you either. It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. Like, things are getting worse. PJ, we have nurses, we have doctors. We have GPs, right, in this country. They are demoralized. They are demoralized every day they face into the health service in this country. Hmm. There's young doctors and nurses training at the moment. I, I was talking to a girl the other night. She's just finishing off her time. Mm-hmm. And she told me, she said, the very minute she have her training done, she is leaving this country. Now, there are some who believe, Finbar, that she should have to commit to working here for two to three years before she's allowed to do that. Would I you? don't agree to that. The government, the HSC, don't value. They do not value the people that are going to the health system at the moment. They don't value them. Yeah, but it costs like, 400,000 like, euro to train a doctor. And then they go on a plane. Would it be not right to ask them to give two years in our system? I don't think so, PJ. Into a system that's broken. Mm. The system is broken. Yeah. The system is completely broken. Like, you don't have an ambulance service. They're waiting two and two and a half hours mm-hmm. for an ambulance. Well, we had a doctor on the show last week, Dr. Lisa. Um, who said that it was such a serious situation in her emergency department that they had run out of trolleys and that the ambulance trolley was the only trolley they had for the person until they could get admitted. So that's how serious it is now. That's how serious it is. And and what's happening then with the the ambulance, that ambulance then has to wait in the hospital and that trolley becomes available. Correct. So that's taking another ambulance system, an ambulance out of the system. Children, like, it's not rocket science. That's just the point. It seems to be rocket science because these problems are around since the times of Mary Harney. She was the one who said that the state of trolleys was a national emergency. James Riley said we would never see 500 a day on trolleys again. Every minister along the way, including Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael ministers and Mary Harney, who was PD and then independent, they've all said, I'll fix it. None of them seem to have been able to. So so what do you think is the solution, Finbar? Uh, to be honest, PJ, I think the HAC is abolished and go back to the old health board system. Yeah, I think myself that's the way to go because to be honest with you the HSC are after going in there and they're after making things more, uh, a whole lot worse yeah like they are after making things a whole lot worse but like Ireland has never caught up in healthcare since the Troika came to this country and that is my point yeah like also like you look at as statistics go from 2011, how many hospital beds have been put into the system? How many have been taken out through reconfiguration? It yeah. is staggering. Like, we yeah. have a situation in this country at the moment. There's 290 critical care beds in the system. Yeah. Best practice states 
there should be 350. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 350. Well, we had we more had, we, we had, had more hospital right. beds in this country in 1981. It was. Mm. And, like, there was more hospital beds in 1981 than there is today. Mm-hmm. And the population is after growing. We have an extra 70,000 people from Ukraine in this country through no fault their own mm-hmm. seeking refuge, Okay. Now, them people are going to need medical care. Yeah. They're going to suffer the same fate as the Irish people are currently suffering at the moment. Mm-hmm. If you were Minister for Health tomorrow morning, Finbar, what would you want to do first? I'd abolish the HSC. Okay. I'd abolish it because it seems to me it's top-heavy with administration. There's layers and layers of bureaucracy in the system. Yeah. It is top-heavy with administration. You can't get a hospital appointment. You can't get a, a doctor's appointment or a GP surgery or wait in a week or two weeks yeah. to see a doctor. That would that used to never happen. That's true. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, if you're sick, no. And if you can't get a GP, you can't get a South Doc appointment. You won't want to go straight to A&E. Yeah. And you're feeling unwell. And there's the problem. Finbar, you've, you've a lot to say. We'll, we'll see what people think of it. Yeah. Can I just say, PJ, before I finish, if people have a backbench GD in their constituency, it's about time that they started getting on to them. Because I tell you this much, they are sitting in the backbenches for a big pension. They're not holding the government to account. Forget this party and this whip system and fight for the people of Ireland because if they don't want people, more people are going to die from lack of care in this country. Finmar, I've enjoyed our conversation. Thank you. Thanks, PJ. Lot in what Finbar has to say. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Seamus, you're listening. Morning. Good morning. How are you doing, PJ? How are you? What are your thoughts? Well, I completely agree with Fimber there. Um, I think the sooner people call a general election and highlight the enormity of this problem in this country, mm. you know, like housing is one thing, but the healthcare system is, as of today, actually, according to stats, Ireland's healthcare system ranks 80th, 80th in the uh, world, and it's now officially the worst healthcare system in the Northern Hemisphere. So I don't Where's know. Where's that statistic from, Seamus? Uh, I, I found it somewhere this morning. Um, I forget. I haven't got the. I'll get the article, but I'll forward it on so you can fact check it. But it's it's there. Okay. Um, but I, I will send it on if you want to fact check it. It's ranked 80th, 80th in the uh, the whole world, and it's now officially the worst in the 
the okay. Northern Hemisphere. You don't so remember this? You, you don't remember who it, who compiled it? Do you? This is interesting. I've not seen it. Yeah, no, I, I don't have it. Just the hands. Okay. I had okay, we'll see if we can around, pass it on to us I, I when was, we're done. Yeah, I'll I, pass it on to you when, when we're done. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I just don't know how any government could stand over that. Um, you know, at the end of the day, like everyone needs access to healthcare. It's one of those, you know the fundamental services that you know. And we're in the Western world. We don't need to kind of um, you know, uh, qualify our statements when we talk about our healthcare. We're supposed to be one of the richest countries in the world. Mm. That's just the fifth figure, really. It's so also fair, I suppose, to say that at this particular point in time, and let's make that very clear, at this particular point in time, there are delays in healthcare across the EU. There is, and I, apparently there's the parts of the EU are stockpiling med- medications as well, which I find very strange, to say the least, but... That's a that's a different yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, news news feeder story, but you, yeah, you like, think it's an election ha- would be needed? Well, yeah, I, like the facts of the matter out here, like you know, we have a government in place that are just living by their own mantra, which is their policy. Their mm. policies have failed this country beyond belief. It's now a case of any day we, you know, any any time we listen to the news or we look at a stat or a headline, is how worse can you know how bad can it get? Mm. Are we, have we reached any tipping point? But it's getting so bad now that there seems to be no tipping point or leverage or you know uh, stealing on how bad things can get in this country when mm. it comes to housing and healthcare. The fact of the matter is, we all need access to healthcare. We're all going to get old and sick, perhaps one day. You know, the young and old do, and it's it's horrific watching young children mm. go in and, and face this healthcare system and be let down. We had a sixteen-year-old who um all she needed apparently was um, antibiotics to um. This is no, the girl in, in Limerick. There's an inquiry yeah, into that, so probably best not to say a whole. Plan, I won't, won't go into it. Here we, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, the fact you know the fact that we have to say we can't go into it. There's an inquiry. It says how choked up you know this system is. The healthcare system itself, in terms of protecting itself and not the people of this country. Mm. I will no, no. The reason I'm saying that, Seamus, I'm not protecting anyone except myself here. Do you know what I mean? Know, as, yeah, in, as in, if, no, if, no. if we say anything out of, out, of, out, of, out of the way, not I you guys, so it's me. So. Oh, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I agree with you, but the mere fact that you have to do that, yeah, it's, you know, to protect yourself from saying anything or talking about it, says it, you know, it's, it's mm. choked up. And that's, just, that's a whole new issue. But yeah, I think it's, it's one of the sticks that you can preach your government with, really, ultimately, at the next election. I, I'm not saying that any of the parties that get into power next time around are going to fix it all, but we certainly need a complete change of government and mm. uh, you know the, the, the electorate out there when it comes to voting of the voting card if you don't like what's in power remember you have to take those five options and those five options must be different to what's in power but the, but there's, a th- there's a thing Seamus you know if we had and the next general election will be I've covered as a journalist every general election since 1989 and You've seen it all. I've seen it all. I've seen it all. And one thing I have seen is that in every single election, the same people turn out to vote. The same people don't turn out to vote. And at the end of the day, very little actually changes. How would you feel about compulsory voting, like happens in some parts of the world, that would uh, force yeah. you? It forced people to make a scratch. Uh, that has its, it comes with its dangers too because the danger in that is you can have, unfortunately, you know there are, and I hate to say, but there are, there are you know careless idiots out there who don't really care about the system or the people of the country that we live in, 
But I just believe I have. I could be wrong, and you know, I know that you know, and I know that the history speaks for itself in this country. We've got two parties effectively running it and running the country at the same time into the ground. So it's their fault. Nobody else's. It's not your neighbour's fault. It's not a refugee. Uh, yeah. uh, it's not a refugee's fault. It's not an immigrant's fault. It's your government's fault. They endorse the policy. They run the law. You know, that's, Here's that's a, a, a call that's come in about health, um, and it says your experience of the health system varies an awful lot depending on what you are or who you are and what is wrong with you. What is wrong with you? And, and they remind us. And I remember talking uh, yesterday with Emer. She's had a m- brilliant experience with our public health system when her little boy James got terribly, terribly sick at just two weeks old, and she couldn't say enough about the quality of care and the attention that he got. So, re- re- recalling that story, and, the, and this caller also said, there's other places where you can get a broken leg treated really quickly, but you're out of luck when it's something more serious or more urgent. Yeah. Can we be positive well, uh, and balanced about the whole thing? I watched my own mother. Um, she passed away last year, like, and I watched her go through she had a horrendous experience. The doctors are very good. The teams are very good, but this is a woman who was very ill, uh, a young woman as well, and uh, unfortunately, and she, she passed away. But I watched her Sorry go through the, 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 the. No, that's fine. She, she went through the medical system, and we had to watch the horror of her go in and out of A and E regularly, and mm. you know the turnaround times were horrendous. And this was a woman who was not fit to be, you know, to be left on a trolley or anything of the sort. And you know, I feel for when I hear this about the sixteen-year-old girl. I won't say any more on that, but. That's just, uh, I mean, it's it's horrendous. There's, there's no words to describe this. Yes. I think people need, to, I, th- I have a feeling, it could be wrong now, you know, we all think, you know, is this the year where we'll see a change? The shift was coming in the last election. You know, Leo Varadkar only got in on the fifth count. That doesn't, the same no, James, that doesn't the, actually matter. I hear that one all the time. It I doesn't know. Ma- fifth or 25th count doesn't matter yeah. in our system, you know? Well the, well, the only thing that matters is the numbers that, that they're, you know, the numbers mm. of candidates of the various parties, as we know. And it's not just that, but it's it's the policies mm. that are put forward. I, I, I don't know how anybody can actually listen to, like, a, a member of Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael or the Greens come to their door do, now do you remember the and other, believe what's been told, you know? Do you remember the other numbers that stacked up after the last election was that the if you, if you were to gather all of the, if you like, alternative parties together, yeah. they would have had the numbers, the and yet they didn't come together. They couldn't come together. You know, unfortunately, that's and and that's and the argument is there. We've paid off opposition, or we've had that to, to date. They're 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 sitting there too comfortably in um in their positions. As soon as they get in the door, they sign up to all of their expenses, their benefits before they even get a salary payment. It's all too easy for paid off opposition to shout when they want to and stay quiet. You know, when they come to vote internally within the doll and that does get released as a public notice as well a lot of people they kind of ignore it but like when they vote on certain issues they, they say one thing a, a lot of the time on, on a doll debate and then do the opposite when they go to vote yeah well that, that's that, that's the weird build. system and i have to say there's not yeah a, it's that, horrendous yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you don't you don't it's, you don't you don't seem to believe in anybody really Seamus do you of our current well, I, I can't I'm not, a, I'm not a political party member but I I the only thing I can say, like, and, and this is, and I'm sorry, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Sinn Féin. I'm certainly not a fan of Fianna Gael nor Fianna Fáil, you know, and the Greens. They, they've let us down. They've destroyed the country effectively for so many generations now. But I do believe that, you know, and Einstein said it as well in his theory, like insanity is doing the same thing over and over mm. again. You have to change it. If you change the party 
um, system. You know, if you do put Sinn Féin in power, they might decide, you know what, we don't want to be in power yeah. with Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael. We'll gather the numbers that were there beforehand and take all the independents and other parties with us. And if the people want that, then so be it. You yeah. might actually see a positive change. Give it yeah. a chance at least. Well, you know the, you know you the know? way it happens after an election, Seamus, and you're, you're after hitting I one know. of my sweet spots now, because as I said, <laughs> I love I love talking about that, that stuff. What happens after an election, is it a question of who can get the numbers together? And it doesn't matter whether it's Mary Lou, or uh, Leo, or Michal, yeah. or Eamon Ryan one of these days, or whatever. if they can get the numbers together, that's how, it, that's how our system works. You know? I think, to be honest with you, you, would you have to think that, like, with a lot of young people now, given the state of the country and what the experiences they've had over the last number of years, like, I think a lot of people, there are a lot of, like, former Fianna Gael and Fianna Fáil members who've jumped ship in their line of thought now. And I have a feeling that, you know, they may just opt for something different. Mm-hmm. You know, don't forget that, you know... Do you think there'd be a big change in the morning if there was an election? There won't be, by the way. There won't be. But if there was an election in the morning, do you think there'd be a big change? I think there would be, yeah. I do believe there would be. I think, you know, I think people would just see the state of the country for what it is and the healthcare system and housing is one. You, uh, you know, to date, the, the failures are just... Mind you, that uh, haven't been said, James. The healthcare and, and uh, yes, the healthcare problems are there and at the moment they're, they're worse than, than ever. Housing speaks for itself as, as an issue. But the truth is our economy is flying it. Yeah, but you can only judge how great a country is in terms of like how it, you know it, it treats its people. Mm. The economy is fine, but like we live in this, it's a fiscal economy. It's not a real economy, you know. Like it, it, you can, you know, like Pascal, don't know, he, don't know who he's being great at throwing out figures and you know being fis, you know fiscal Pascal or whatever you want to call well, it. Well, if you take Michael McGrath as a prime example, the minister, the current yeah. minister for finance, remember after the the, the budget the last time when yeah. they gave out, you know, these the bit of help that you're getting with the electricity bill and you can feel about that as you wish. That's that's not the point here. Yeah. But I said to him, what happens if we have to do it again next winter? Now, you know? And he said, well, the money will be there. And I thought, isn't that kind of what you need? Is that someone had said, well, the money will be there if we need to do it again next winter. That's that's true. That You know, and I agree with that. Like, and you know, they, you, like, I'm not saying, like, you, you do have to have a, a rainy day fund and we're lucky as a country that we do have it. But at the same time, like, mm. like the, I, I, I respect that, you know... We need a rainy day fund, but it's already pouring rain, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's pouring rain at the moment. And, the, I mean, look at... On healthcare alone, just to help take healthcare by yeah. itself, you know, it's it's horrendous. It needs to be fixed. Yeah. You can't have people on a waiting list for 14 years. We can't have 16-year-olds um, dying on and I read a, I, I read out a list of names before I started this conversation, and none of them have managed to take a fist off it. And I don't have a whole pile of confidence in anybody <laughs> at this stage to do it. But listen, it's been a good conversation, and maybe it'll start some more. Seamus, thank you. And again, Finbar, before that. Corks 96 FM. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.